That was too far, Major. Too far. That was terrible. Boo, Major. Boo this man. Welcome to the Roots Report. Statistically more trustworthy than a financial advisor in a strip club, my name is Patrick. I'm Major. And I'm Tom. What are we going to talk about today, Patrick? Well, our main discussion topic is going to be stricter banking laws. It looks like uh, they're looking to tighten up. But first, Wall Street is very interested in this current... you interested. Yeah, interested. Can you guess what it is? Binance is sued by the Commodities Futures Trading Commission, the CFTC. Time's a ticking for TikTok. And, uh, Major, you got some splaining to do. Uh Uh-oh. So what's this about, uh, natural gas? I mean, we've already talked about it on the podcast before, so. Look, I I didn't run a natural gas position too early, all right? It it kind of feels like it's buying a ticket to a concert, like you're showing up while they're still setting up the stage, or or at least I hope, right? I'd really like this this show to start, right? But it kind of, I don't know, if it's not that, it feels like a train that's, like, never going to come. But if it does, <laughs> if it does, I'll be rich and I'll be able to buy my own one day, uh, my own damn train one day. The fact that uh, you'll be rich just means it's not going to come. You Nobody ever gets know. rich. It's just, it's just not how the stock market works. You never works. know. <laughs> you might be. You might. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Fingers crossed. Just like you might win I mean, the lottery. So I'm, I'm waiting you on might. that train you too, might. Major. Look, if, if we're being if we're being like legitimate here for first, if we're going to be true on this financial podcast full of lies <laughs> and conspiracies, uh, <laughs> I'm already super rich. Rich isn't about the net worth of your portfolio. It's about how happy you are. And I couldn't be happier than talking to you two right now. Aww. I couldn't be happier than you guys <laughs> listening right now. I appreciate that. If you guys want to show your appreciation, if you guys are happy to be listening to us, uh, you can follow us on Roots Research underscore on Twitter or uh, on the whatever app you're using right now. If you want to like rate the podcast, that would just mean the world to us. We'd be that would make us super happy. Um, and soon to be delivered is a uh, what? Did, what do they call it with the the Patreon? Ooh, yeah, Patreon for our, uh, for our director's cut. Or wait, director's wait, is it Patreon cut. or yeah. director's only fans? Cut, I, I need to. Yeah, I need to look back at the uh, the memo. Personal information and such that we'll have to cut out for the director's. Oh, dude, cut, if, that, if that doesn't make me interested, I don't know what it. Uh, interested? Well, well, yeah. Well, if you were interested like Wall Street, you'd know you'd be. Uh, for all our forex traders out there, you'd be switching to the yen right now because it's a much more stable, safe currency in general for rocky times. Now, hold on, hold on. For my American homies out there who aren't as well diverse as you, Canadian and uh, other well versed motherfucking tra- Japanese traveling motherfucker, uh, what is? What is the yen? Where is that? Is this what are we talking about? It's in Japan. It's it's worth a little bit less than a penny for you guys. It's about a penny for me here. Yeah, it's about uh I think it's like a hundred thirty to one dollar. Yeah. But then I mean like everything's buying power, you know, to buy something like a sandwich is like two thousand. No. I remember in, in seventh grade I bought a, a pack of M Ms and it said Ender and her chance to win a million yen. And I was like, oh my god, a million yen. And then the teacher was just like, that's like 47 bucks. And I was like, be okay. Like, <laughs> no. Seven grand now. A million yen, that'd be like, yeah, it'd be some money. 
But still, three, I can't I, wait I was to doing math that. It's there, definitely yeah. you'd be a millionaire, but not not the right type of yeah, millionaire sure. that you want. We should uh, open up a Roots Research uh, poll or a uh, lottery for a trillion Zimbabwean dollars, whatever that. Oh is. no, v- Venezuelan boulevards. V- Venezuelan boulevards, all the better. Become a trillionaire with Roots Research. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> if we were gonna create, Thanks. if we were gonna create our own token, what would it be called? Token sixty nine. Ha. Uh, how does that not it's exist? It's not on brand, but it's definitely on yeah. brand, and I'm sure it exists. Yeah. Like, like, like Titcoin. I was like, oh yeah, Titcoin, and then it's like, oh yeah, oh, obviously Bitcoin, Titcoin. Yeah, well, so why not something like, really weird there. like Binance? Um, because I don't want to lose all my money. Oh, what do you mean? First off, Major never invests in anything that de-pegs, okay? He is only interested in the pegging process. <laughs> if you're not pegging me, not the then I'm not interested. Oh, that's so good. And that, that should be my catchphrase. Uh, but no, Binance is being sued by the CFTC, and that's the Commodities Future Trading Commission, right? It's the... Uh, the SEC, but for commodities, right? There's securities, and oh, here comes uh, Daddy Daddy Derivatives over here, uh, coming coming after Binance, right? Everything's deep pegging like it's my fantasy. I'm um, except, <laughs> except for except for tag nightmare. W- would you say it's similar to like what goes up must come down, what pegs must unpeg? <laughs> no, I want to say no. Fundamentally, no. Like once pegged, once always pegged, pegged. Once pegged, I see. It should always be All pegged. Right. If we had better regulations, yeah. which we will talk about this episode, if we had better regulations, this would be a non-issue, right? Like mm-hmm. if I go, like like it, the banking system would be a lot like a high-end strip club. If I go in and pay to get pegged, I would get pegged. <laughs> so you just pay money to get pegged, right? And That's how the how Binance works, I mean, so they ran out of money then. Uh, as long as they're not... So it is like a strip club. Now they're not pegged <laughs> or, anymore. Or you run out of all your money. You pay for all the pegging and then you run out. I get it. I get what kind of okay, scheme you're so going with Okay, so let's here. actually use real English. What is it? What happened? Binance was be pegged? <laughs> let's talk about what's actually happening. Oh, in layman's terms? Yeah, in layman's terms. Okay. Before we break it down, I just want to point out one thing real fast while we're all making jokes and stuff, right? Like, Binance employees, including CZ himself, used the Signal app, which had the auto-delete functionality enabled, uh, which is exactly... Does that remind you of anyone? Sam bankrupt fraud anyone? <laughs> like, this is this is pot-calling kettle. Like, dude, when all this was... I, I said it on the podcast, right? When, when CZ went after SBF, right? These are two initials going after three initials. Like yeah. this, is, this is pot calling kettle over yeah, here, right? right? This is this is fraud right. calling out fraud. Uh, now there is some regulation shit. Like CZ was upset that SBF was trying to dick him out of some regulation, right? But like, you know, maybe maybe that's CZ's problem because he can't come into the states and SBF could, right? Yeah. So like, you know, yeah. maybe you know, maybe go cry me a fucking river. There was uh, something else and, behind the. Yeah. The intent. Tank and exchange in the process, okay, right? Okay. But uh the good. The Commodities Futures Trading Commission's going after Binance, right? The world's largest cryptocurrency exchange. Um and CZ specifically providing US regulations. Uh interesting. And this has now caused Binance to depeg as a stable coin? Uh briefly. Briefly, right? Uh they're they yeah, they're still Riding high off of USDC depegging, right? So people 
fled that and and came over to Binance for some dumbass reason, right? Um, well, people are just trying to you know, flee to the the safe haven, which I I guess right. I say I say some dumbass reason, but honestly, at the same time, this was all happening. Uh, there were some regional banks failing uh-huh. <laughs> in the United yep. States, so which like have now what, all uh, yeah. either gone under or rallied like ninety percent of what they lost. So they're well, down not, a little bit, not, but uh, like meh. Not FRC, uh, speaking from unless unless they got obliterated, yeah, right, but yeah, the, yeah, which oh yeah, which the which culling is done. But you know what? I think fuck yeah, dude. This this bank was a hundred. This this share is one hundred twenty dollars uh, a week ago, and now it's twelve dollars. Like yeah, I'll buy one. Like why not? Do you think in like five to ten years from now we're gonna talk about the the flash crash of the regional banking sector in twenty twenty three? Probably not. I'm gonna say no. Because I think we've talked about this, Tom, uh, and, and five to ten years. The, no, the, this is all going to be the post-COVID bullshit. That's what I think. No, I think in five to ten years, we're going to be talking about this, but in reflection and trying to learn as much as we could for the next recession, right? Because the United States averages a recession every six years, right? So if we have one in, in 2023, which you know the, the markets are projecting pretty high, right? whether it's the Fed pivot, Fed pivot cut or, or other in indicators. So five to ten years after that would put us in the six year time frame. So yeah, mm. I understand what you're saying. Uh, the the what you're actually asking, and I think no, I think in three years we're gonna be laughing about all of this for sure, right? But in five to ten years, I think we're gonna be looking back at this and trying to take as many notes as possible for the next recession. We were talking about this before, but the weightedness of healthcare coming out of a pandemic in the Dow Jones right now is fairly high. Like I, I, I rubs me the wrong way for some reason. I don't know why, but it, it just seems like why healthcare? Why now? I mean, it makes sense. Like we were just coming out of a pandemic. If we're coming out of a global pandemic, it makes sense for a healthcare sector to be yeah, up. Yeah, right. But now we're like entering but a is, recession. Is that lamps and like is that lamps to slaughter? That's my question, right? Like, are we going to be using? Are we going to be going to the doctor for um, sprained ankles and headaches in the middle of a recession? Right. Like the Fed is. Like forecasting uh, a doubling of unemployment by end of year, right? Mm-hmm. They're also forecasting like uh, declining growth in GDP. Now we already had our first GDP number for 2023, which was positive. It was like over two percent, right? Two point three. Don't don't call me on that, right? Mm-hmm. But it was positive, right? So to project flat GDP growth by end of year means we're going to have some negative GDP growth in the next three quarters, right? If we have positive one quarter. And we're gonna be flat by the end of it, right? Then we gotta go negative at some point. That's what the Fed's right. saying, right? Right, which means that's what the Fed's pricing in, I, uh, at least uh, to their 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 battle like, their battle strategy. What I kind of really want to see, just as we're speaking about the economy for a second, I would really like to see like a blow off of steam, like just get all the bullshit leveraged borrowing out of the system, like let there be the pain that there needs to be to sort of return back to some level of normalcy that we can actually recover from. Like so, I I I agree with that, and Tom, I a hundred percent want that too, dude. I'm right beside yeah. you, right? If 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 all it took was you and me on on the side of of Wall Street, right at uh, an intersection, right, knocking on windows, we're just cleaning windshields and and convincing people to sell, like that'd be fantastic, right? But like we went on a 13 year bull run, which is important in this context. Last year was, was very a, important a, here, yeah. 
very brutal, but very uh, controlled bear market sell-off, right? We haven't seen this VIX spike to the 50s, right? Mm -hmm. Or, God forbid, the 80s, right? We haven't seen this panic in the market. And to to your point from last episode or two episodes ago, right? There is more cash on the sideline than ever before, at least in Canada with, with IBKR, right? Uh, yeah. But in general, uh, across the world. So, like, can you have uh, a nasty rip of the Band-Aid when you've got billions and hundreds of billions of, if not trillions of dollars on the sideline, ready to buy the dip, thinking that the, the low was in in October? Yeah, I, and... We'll we'll see, but like I think everything yeah. is going to really float for the summer, yeah, and fall and winter you know, like... is going to be very interesting this coming year. It, it really depends on the the Fed, specifically the U.S. Fed, yeah. right? Like you know what 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 day J. Powell decides mm-hmm. to do. What I am particularly leaning towards this is obviously never is financial advice, right? But what I'm particularly leaning towards is the historical data of the Fed pivot, right? We've talked about this, you know, geez, six, seven months ago on the podcast. When the Fed pivots, the Fed pivots from raising interest rates to cutting interest rates because shit went from bad to worse, right? It was bad, which is why you need to raise interest rates, but then it got too bad, which is why you now need to cut interest rates. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's because of those economic conditions that you need to cut interest rates, but also crashes the stock market, right? Right, because of the underlying conditions in which you had to cut it in the first place. But... Uh, I wonder if we are going to get there because we're doing a slower burn than like, you know, the 20% rates in um, the 70s. I think, I think the slow burn that we're feeling right now is people exhausting and just buying time with the amount of credit exposure that there is out there. Like, I'm okay, I'm, I'm okay to pay fees for it's a bit, but fuck. <clears throat> Like th- that's that's what I think we're 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 seeing. How long? And the the slow recede right. is the slow pulling well, out. Well, I mean, okay, I can't last any longer. I can't last any longer. Over and over. Actually, I mean, we talked about this on the podcast before, where I didn't believe that the bottom was in in what October, yeah. because everybody kind of thought it was the bottom, right? So we have all this cash sitting on the sidelines, and we know that there's a historical records of cash. And eventually all those people mm-hmm. are going to enter the market, right? So at least a portion of them, I haven't checked the uh, data recently, but at least a portion of them have come back in and with this, uh, their cash that was sitting on the sidelines. Now we need again to drop until people are panicking and they will say that it'll never go back up and we'll, we won't see the 2020 highs of what was it? 460 mm-hmm. on 480. the SPY. 480 yeah, we won't see that for another yeah. decade or a lifetime you know there'll be, yeah. there'll be massive panic in the market and people will think that nothing will ever go right and, again because the fed fucked everything up and our economy is yeah our economy's crashing and everything's and just terrible looking and at some reports from some of the institutions um the, the the schwab umbrella of institutions um is carrying a right. heavy unrealized loss on their long-term bonds right now which really really sucks and mm-hmm. i think is going to be very deterring for other institutions that are looking to possibly be doing something with money that is sitting on the sidelines i don't think they're going to be looking for long-term options and if you look at goldman sachs in the us they're actually trading about 40 percent of the volume on um like spy and qqq for like the s&p 500 and nasdaq investco etfs whatever they are but they're trading about 45 percent 
of the zero days to expiry options, both puts and calls. So it's not a, I have confidence for next year and 10 years from now, because there's no confidence there right now. It's all of what's the news today. I'm trading today, which is wild to see. Right. And so much liquidity on those last days. But like, it's times like this where like, because there's so much institutional volume, you can get burnt very easily as well. Like Theta Decay is like represented huge on these because they'll start to move out of positions by the end of the day. So they're, they're closing, but yeah, they'll, they'll, they'll start to move out of position as soon as you buy it. Right. And people have even started to lose some faith in the dollar, which is why we see that flight to Mm -hmm. the, the Japanese yen. And that kind of also signals more of like some of that money coming off the sidelines right so people are afraid of dollars they want other uh gold is also sitting at about two thousand again now uh cryptocurrency yeah Mm -hmm. cryptocurrency gold silver is up Uh, people aren't waiting for the stock market to recover anymore they're looking they don't think it's going to be like a a short thing so they're looking for other places to hold their money for a long cash is not trash Okay, I'm not saying go buy. Go, I'm not saying you know. Well, I kind of said withdraw your money up to two hundred fifty thousand dollars, and I'm sticking to that. I'm not saying take that money you withdrew and buy comic books and hope it Pokemon increases cards. in value, right? Uh, uh, I'm not sure about silver or gold, right? Uh, without doing too much research on a cursory glance, firearms, right? The right firearms only seem to go up in value or at least hold value. Depends on the fire. Exactly, yeah. Like, so yeah. The, the good ones. Don't, yeah, don't buy one with a scratched-off serial number. That's probably not going to retain its value <laughs> as soon as you drive it <laughs> yeah. off the lot. Yeah. Right? But, like, so cat cash is in trash, guys. People are like, oh, like, uh, equities might go down. Let's go in the bond market. And then, like, bonds, bonds also get Like, slaughtered. the two-year goes from yeah, five yeah, yeah. to bull- five five percent to 3.7 percent in less than a month right and you're like oh like all right well oh cool well i'll go into crypto and then crypto goes from twenty thousand to twenty eight thousand right and then you know by the time you listen to this podcast it'll be at twenty five thousand again and then twenty thousand by the time you listen to this podcast right uh so guys i'm just saying like everyone's trying there's so much green in the air i'm choking on it in my own damn office dude like just hold some cash. Sell your shit. Hold some cash, guys. You don't have to like sell your cash, sell your sell your position, move your money into this, think you're gonna get this. Like, dude, when the Fed pivot comes, right? Like, dude, how housing the housing market's already crashing, right? Um, wages uh, are starting like wage increases are starting to decrease, uh, as in like the rate. Um, and it's only a matter of time for equities, which is gonna drag down bonds and crypto as well with the Fed pivot. Yeah, cash was only trash in the uh, 2020 oh. boom market. Yeah, when it was free, yeah. Right? When, ca- yeah. Yeah. when, when, when cash was... was free, then cash was trash, right? But like right now, I would rather have cash in my pocket than TikTok. <laughs> well, you might not even have TikTok for, for long because uh, they've been talking about it in the Congress. There's uh, hearings on um, if we should ban it in the U.S. completely. I know it's already banned for the military. And, and China. The it's hearings, banned in China, yeah. most hmm. importantly. <laughs> Ironically. Uh, they have their own version, Douyin. Yeah, 
Let me forty five one hour a day. It's only positive content of like people playing violin and ta- talking about how good school is. Right? You don't have right. lives of TikTok uh, taking advantage of lives of China TikTok or anything like that. Right? Like it's it's a propaganda platform in China where the algorithm takes the best uploaded content right that shows the best of Chinese youth and yeah. pushes it to the masses to encourage everyone right like when you look at this this six-year-old and he's fucking playing the violin better than your eight-year-old ass you start to get fucking motivated right and then here (laughs) here in america you're 18 and you listen to this six-year-old liberal on on tiktok right it just fucking pushes your 18 year old anti-woke ass to the right um so (laughs) shit like touche china it's just yeah it got weird in the u.s well i mean they're worried about because it is a Chinese company, Tencent. By dance. And they're worried that they're going to be monitoring well, I think and there's definitely security monitoring problems. And there is definitely um, security problems. Yeah. <laughs> but should it be banned entirely? Yes. And, uh, do, you, the, do you ban spyware? The hearings are actually kind of funny because they're like, what is TikTok? Is that like some sort of clock? Or, you know, like they have no idea what it is. Look, 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 all right, all right Tomothy, Tomlinson, listen here. Look, I've watched my Bill Maher. I'm familiar, or, or not Bill Maher, uh, Joe Rogan. I'm familiar with this uh, Adam Scott or whatever his name is, fucking this whole thing about like, oh, we're all anti-TikTok because they're really eating at the, the shorts of YouTube and Snapchat and Instagram. Yeah. Sure. I mean, that's Which the is real all reason true. anti-TikTok. No, I mean, that's that's the real reason corporations YouTube, are anti-TikTok. Well, yeah, and that... They control the Congress. They're all stealing your data, right? Yeah. That well, that's my why I'm question not is, anti-TikTok is because everybody already has my fucking data. My question, well, that's why I am anti-TikTok. My question is like, would I rather have Google or Xi Jinping have my data? I'd rather have Google have it, right? Like, my I'm a whore, dude. My data is out there. I have already slotted up for zero dollars. I'm not even a whore. I'm just an idiot, to be honest, <laughs> right? But like, I'd rather have Google. I'd rather yeah, have you could slut. be getting paid like four hundred dollars a year or whatever that number was. Yeah, that DD we did. Yeah, nine hundred dollars for fucking Facebook. Nine hundred dollars Facebook makes off of your your fucking data a year, right? Three but years. like, uh, yeah, I'd rather Google, I'd rather an American company yeah. steal my data yeah. than the Chinese company. Call me know. a patriot. I don't I d- care. Yeah, I mean, I just don't care because I think if they want it, they already have balloons over our heads. And nobody gives a shit what I'm doing. I get it for military yeah. personnel. But yeah. uh, if Xi Jinping wants to watch me eat phone. sandwiches yeah. on TikTok, go ahead. No, stop. Stop right there. I'll stop right there. So TikTok, in the terms of, of services, terms of conditions, right, uh, has the uh, you give it the permission to record your keystrokes, right? So if sure. you have a banking uh, app on your phone, yep. it has all of your passwords. You can steal all your money, right? If, if and when China wanted to, like, attack America, right? It would then very easily, so you only need TikTok on your phone, right? Uh, according to the TikTok terms uh, of services, right? If I had TikTok on my phone and I came over to your house and I got on your fucking Wi-Fi and my phone got on your Wi-Fi with my TikTok app mm-hmm. on your Wi-Fi, I gave TikTok permission to access your Wi-Fi and Which steal all your Which is going to be my, my keystrokes right? so can now access your keystrokes as well, right? So when, when China so is ready to attack... The United States, I would just take, I would just, yeah, I would take all the fucking money. Well, I mean, I would say that that's not a problem with TikTok. That's a problem with 
terms of services and what's allowed to be in them. That's no, fraud. first off, there that's, needs to be that's that's definitely uh, illegal regulation somehow. for that. Like they shouldn't be able to take that amount of uh, well, information. Yes, Patrick. Yes, Patrick. But why would Google want to fuck over American citizens, aka I don't think versus know why what would doing. China want? <laughs> I, no, I don't why think would they versus? Know. No, versus why would China want to fuck? China is a direct enemy or competitor to the United States. Now, that's just how uh, it is right now. I have the same that's amount like of trust. Canada is a direct competitor to the United States. What? 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 Yeah, I trust Xi Jinping as much as I trust Google are, with my information. Okay. All right. Well, that's no, that's very different. That's trusting a country versus trusting a yeah, company. You're right. China's probably less likely to leak it to people who might actually steal my data. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. I like that a lot. Thank, thanks for that. It's funny. I'll give it that. So, like, <laughs> as the comedian, me, like, I want to, yes. But, like, also, this analogy. That's, like, if I gave the, the, the lock combination to my house to my neighbor versus to my HOA, right? I could give it to an entity, a company. Or I could give it to a foreign country, which has open, like, antagonistic obligations. No, it would it would be like the HOA versus your. I mayor. mean, that just sounds like one degree of power versus another. So it's my neighbor versus an HOA. I mean, tomatoes, tomatoes. But I mean, it's it's like an organization versus like do you a guys, political body. Do you guys have HOAs in Canada, or is it just much of mooses telling you guys where to park? We we have like a condo corporation. It's yeah. like giving your uh, key to. The mayor or the Tim Hortons down the street? Right. I'd rather get to the Tim Hortons than the mayor. Uh, for me, it doesn't matter. I don't want either of them to have my keys, but both of them have the keys already, mm. so fuck it. Well, yeah. yeah. Okay, but <laughs> like, so both of them have the keys, so fuck it. The question <laughs> yeah, is now, basically. should we take the keys away from one of those parties? Well, and I, I say, wouldn't take it away yeah. from the mayor because, again, it's probably more likely to be stolen out of the Tim Hortons than the mayor's well, office. Congratulations, I'm completely confused with your analogy. Yeah, but if the mayor's office had all the keys, then don't you think that would be a target? Same for the Tim Hortons. I want to apologize to our users right now, because uh, I've been working with Pat. I've been close friends. I've been working with Patrick for years, uh, and I invited him on to, to Roots Research. I did not realize he was a, a Chinese communist. agent. Yeah. <laughs> I, I knew he went to China uh, to teach quote-unquote English. <laughs> I didn't realize he had become, uh, um, yeah, I didn't realize he'd become a double agent. Chinese too. So I just wanted to apologize to all the listeners. Look, I'm not, I, I don't want anyone to have my information either, but the American patriot in me, the motherfucker who had to stand up and pledge allegiance for 12 years, K through 12, uh, makes me want to say, at least I'll give my data to an first American off, company over a Chinese company. First off, the most American thing you can do is rebel and overthrow your government. That's how this nation was yes, founded. I agree. I agree with that. And that is the most American you know thing what? you can do. Fuck both Google and Xi Jinping. <laughs> And it doesn't matter because both of them have my data already. I don't care if they want to uh, ban it or not. I mean, I don't think it I, should be banned because <clears throat> that's my freedom. It's my choice yeah. to use TikTok, not the it's, government's. For the Chinese communist record, I don't have a problem <laughs> with Xi Jinping. Uh, Xi Jinping, we, very am, nice, very good. I am specifically talking about ByteDance. <laughs> You're about to get yourself canceled in China. I, which more promoted. 
<laughs> I I just have an issue with lengthy terms of service agreements that no one ever reads. Which ones like no one ever reads? Yeah, there should be Tom, uh, laws Tom, for that. Show there me really isn't. None of them. There no, should be saying, many, many laws. Those some, no one ever reads nuts, them. But. Yeah, no one has ever read a terms of services in their entire life. I, I work in an industry where people sign papers yeah. in front of me. And, like, they're just so willing to sign it. It's it's stupid. And, like, yeah. this is what you actually need to look okay, at in here. On the flip like, side, though, at, when at I was talking about my first this, house, please. the fucking banker was like, all right, sign here, here, and here. And I was like, all right, there's 50 fucking pages of contract. Like, like contract words here, like, can I get a goddamn second to like look over this? He's like, oh, you just need an initial here and here. We've already talked about this. And I'm like, no, chill out. Like, let me read this shit. Uh, I just, you know, dude, I wish, I wish ChatGPT was around. I, I'd like, sir, I'd like, sir, you need to input this in the ChatGPT and have it summarize in bullet points and under 500 words for me. <laughs> Can you send me a PDF version of this? Thanks. Yeah, for no, real. No, I agree with that. So like, you know, but like, no one wants to read it. Right. Right. Like, well, that's, I mean, that's, and that's why. Problem. There should be laws yep. for what you can put in it because no one's going to read it and they really shouldn't be expected. You yeah. know, the people, the fry cook at your Tim Hortons should know all the legalese of a 50 page contract to buy a house. No. Well, yeah. According to American standards. I understand where... that. That's why we also do our own taxes. It's stupid. Yeah. There's also no fry cooks at Tim Hortons. So I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. But... They don't have any hash browns. No, there, uh, there's like oven like. Potatoes, yeah. You guys have strayed too far. Decent, from decent establishment, man. Actually, they uh, they are starting with burgers and stuff. <laughs> See, I knew it. Um, they they have like a a, a chicken sandwich, but it's moose like a burger? burger form. Moose burger. No, nah, it's chicken. I said moose chicken. chicken. That's what they call moose. Used to have feathers in uh, Canada. Chicken tastes yeah. like chicken. You play chicken with the moose. Yeah. All right, I think we should move on. Move on to stricter banking laws. Did we talk about that? I mean, no. like that's a discussion topic. We raised upon it. Look, yeah, we should have them. We talked about this last time. The Frank daughter, Dodd Frank Act, one of the two, right? Uh, Frank was on the fucking Silvergate board, right? So, like the guy who, yep. who sponsored uh, the banking financial regulation bill was also pushing over half a million dollars to deregulate the banking industry once he went capitalistic, aka privatized, right? So, yeah. like. Yes, striking victory laws are needed. Are they going to happen? No. Probably crypto not. reform? What is this reform? We we can't reform crypto until we no, so regulate it to begin what, with. What, what I'm <laughs> thinking is if there's going to be stricter banking laws implemented, there could be potential at this time of change to severely implement crypto into right, banking. In the same industry. bill. Right. And it, like within the same swoop, like this, the same spending package, it would be so easy to do but i don't think we're there yet i think it's gonna take a while for banks to publicly get on board and honestly what i think it would be very very good for managing accounts at the very very most basic level just on the blockchain they're like a, a serialized item and like you you just have like a token per account and then that token has value every time it trades in or out it just like branches off of that yeah you know. you want to you want to you want to get rid of fraud put it on the blockchain right like so when the <laughs> yeah. great great appeals of the blockchain is it's anonymous right you know <clears throat> until you want to pull your money out right and then you yeah. pull it out to uh, an account with your name on it and then the government will get you yeah right yeah and like i just think if everything was legitimized on the blockchain then it was like all transactions happen and then like, you know you can see like 
payments to this account. And then like the, the ownership of the asset also changed hands at the same time. That would be so fucking cool. Like I'll, I'll send you my NFT of like my home ownership and you send me 11 Bitcoin. Right. Done. Here you go. Like the that, that would be now. the trade for it. Yeah. Like you're purchasing my home ownership from me or from, yeah, just. We just do it with a smart contract. You don't have to exactly. fucking do anything. You don't have to be awake for that. Yep. You know who's not sleeping on it, speaking of being awake? You know who's not sleeping on Bitcoin? Uh, and that is the largest Bitcoin holder in the world. Uh, <clears throat> Satoshi. Whatever. Reportedly. Uh, Isn't it? Shouldn't no. it be? The creator? Mm, I said reportedly. There's like a million somewhere that no one really knows. Uh, so no one knows who Satoshi is. <clears throat> China, maybe. <clears throat> maybe. Uh <laughs> Dude, that's what the I would do if I was China. Theory. Dude, if I was China, it's a hundred percent what I would do. Anyway, uh, no, the U.S. government holds more Bitcoin than MicroStrategy and Tesla combined. Do you guys want to guess hmm. how much Bitcoin the U.S. government holds? Ten. Uh, a little higher, Bob. <laughs> ten thousand. Uh, now multiply that by ten. Uh, a million. Hundred thousand. Hundred. Oh yeah. Now multiply that by two. Two hundred thousand. Ah, look at that, guys. One of us uh, turn, has a math degree. Turns out, I'm not mentioning the math degree. Uh, this is, <laughs> I have received feedback that that bit is not playing out the dividends. <laughs> I was expecting it to. <laughs> um, no, so the U.S. government reportedly holds over 205,000 Bitcoin, which have been re- wow. uh, which have been seized over the years, right? Which Bitcoin, 12, 13 years, right? Um hmm. From illegal criminal investigations, right? So what I was talking about with China, the United States has been doing too, which is fucking good. I'm glad the dumbass government's not just <laughs> apprehending these bitcoins and then throwing them in a dumpster, or you know, metaphorically setting them on fire. I'm glad yeah. they're like, we're not sure about bitcoin regulation. However, we're gonna hold the most bitcoin in the world registered, right? Uh, and also, how is this happening? Does the United States have a Bitcoin wallet? And does Joe Biden oh, know the twelve? Does Joe <laughs> Biden know the twelve keywords? The, yeah, the password is like fucking password or some bullshit like that. Probably. No, yeah. <laughs> there's felt there's twelve Fed presidents. What if each Fed president knows <gasps> one one word? That sounds like the, the next uh, national treasure. National treasure three. <laughs> national treasure or four. Oceans. Oceans sixty nine. We'll make yeah, it. There you go. <laughs> they have to take all the the keys from each uh, Fed president. They steal them. Just, that so that's the that's that's Act One and Two. Act Three, we have to break into Fort Knox, uh, and that's when we find <laughs> yeah, out that, there's no gold painted rocks. It's just go- gold <laughs> chocolate bars and gold painted rock and copper painted rocks. I say we we should make this. We'll use like really shitty GI CGI and stuff. Guys, no, Nicholas it'll Cage be like is pretty a rich. Fifteen minute skit. We'll I do. think we just pitch this to Nicolas Cage. We'll get Chat. We'll get Chat GPT to write the, write the script for us. And we'll pitch it to, to, to <laughs> that Nicholas would be perfect. Chat GPT, please write script to National Treasure slash Ocean sixty nine. It'll get it. It'll fill in the rest. It's like the Italian job. If the Italian job was called the Rim Job, <laughs> the Rim Job. <laughs> that's our. That's the third one. Yeah, it's Ocean sixty nine. Then it's National Treasure. Then it's the Rim Job. Yeah, where we really finish it off. You know how much that money Ocean sixty nine would make in the box office? It's the same as the U.S. government has with Bitcoin. 
uh, $8 billion uh, at the time of publication. That's not even that much money. That's wild. I want to try and find the, uh, the, the U.S. government Bitcoin wallet. Jeff Bezos has like 12 of those. It's a lot of money. It is a lot of money. Money that the government <laughs> is questioning yeah. if it's money right now, right? That'd be like if I was like holding on to a lot. If I was holding on to eight billion dollars worth of Beanie Babies, going, guys, I don't know if Beanie Babies are toys. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're right. Like, They're investor. Uh, yeah, get I the fuck out of here. Like, like, no, they're like, not like, toys. I'm sorry. We are $33 trillion in debt right now. I, I'm sorry. If the government comes out tomorrow and bans crypto and just burns $8 billion, yeah. dude, I'm not paying taxes fucking ever again. <laughs> Fuck you, man. You burnt my taxes are in that yeah. Bitcoin you blew up. What is that like? Three days of military operations, yeah. though? Uh, let's see. Afghanistan was $200 million a day. So, yeah, but that's just, we, just Afghanistan. We, that doesn't include all the other bases and everything else that we have. So you tell me, if we pull out of Afghanistan for one day earlier, none of us would have to pay taxes this year? Cool. That would be nice. Fuck. Maybe a week. <laughs> There's a couple of us out here in America. <laughs> um, but dude, after 2022, the bear market with all the traders, I don't see the U.S. collecting a lot of tax revenue this year. A lot of people are... Dude, Nancy Pelosi fucking capitalized on a 20% loss in, in, her, in her portfolio. Jeez. Right? That's a... That's a yeah, stock. Nancy those Pelosi can't do it. Nobody those are can. taxes that aren't getting paid. Yeah, but you can only claim like 3000 per year. Per year. Look, dude, Donald Trump lost like more money between 1982 and 1991 than any other American in the world. Or any other American in the country. And then didn't pay taxes for like the next 20 years, right? So with the right, with the right losses and the right tax lawyer, you don't have to pay yeah, taxes again. You need again. different tax lawyers. Look, I'm, yeah, I'm not being political here. I'm just spitting out the facts and trying to fucking learn Damn. from them. Wild. Taxes suck. I mean, taxes in theory would be really cool. Like in Norway, people appreciate paying taxes, but that's because their tax money actually does shit. Here, it just does not. Our tax money doesn't so... do fucking anything. So that's why... So that's why so many Americans are pissed off about paying taxes. Mm-hmm. It's not a, a lack of national duty, right? It's a it's a being fiscally responsible as an American, and then just like having to send your money to some crack dealer, right? Like I have to fucking balance my budget every fucking month, right? But the government hasn't balanced their budget since Clinton, and now we're thirty three trillion dollars in debt. Mm-hmm. All right, cool guys. Let's just keep this let's keep this party train going. Everyone's too busy doing cocaine on the hill, so. I do cocaine. That's uh, I, I'm Doctor, I'm Doctor Roxo. Yeah, I do cocaine. <laughs> ah. Tomothy, do you have anything else you wanted to talk about? Uh, I was just looking up those um, U.S. government crypto wallets. I found them all. Pretty fucking oh, interesting. Oh, you found them, huh? Now we just all? have to hack them. Qu- quote unquote. You found them all. Quote no, unquote. so okay. Quote unquote all. All from the most recent seizures of assets of uh things in okay. publicly regarded in um cryptocurrency movement on behalf of the u.s government hey tom tom after this do you think you could find those 2.3 trillion dollars the pentagon's missing? no i <laughs> just after I, this. I did i did <laughs> okay. find about a Darn. billion dollars though so there's 800 and 823 it, it, million and 245 the million in uh, a little over fifteen thousand uh, Bitcoin go through it, so that's like another four hundred thousand, which has all been received and then was distributed to uh, eighty nine plus 
41 transactions on two separate days. So it was like a mass dispersal on two separate days. How much of that money ended up in Sam Bankman Freed's crypto wallet? No idea. But the, right. the second dispersal, the, the 89, there was 89 transactions of exactly 93.4811554 something 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 BTC. That's I mean, fucked. Yeah, it might be like 93 a... BTC times 89. Wild. I guess. That's chump change. I guess. Yeah, it's this sending it to different computers in Fort Knox. It, it's all just if you follow those transactions, they're like another series of transactions after that. So it's getting like really broken up. That 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 wallet, anyways, right? Which is weird. You just need a blockchain analyst. Oh yeah, I know. Well, th- this was discovered by a blockchain analyst. I'm just following his work that he's laid out very nicely. Yeah. Oh, perfect. Good. He needs to do more work and then dumb it down and simplify it for our podcast. Come on, blockchain analyst. I just haven't scrolled that far yet. Come on, Tom. Scroll Gosh, further dang. down to the bottom. Everyone knows to take home control end. You probably have command end on your laptop. Command end? What the fuck? No. Take that back. Jesus Christ. I've never been more offended in my whole life. That's it for today, ladies and gentlemen. And we'll cue the outro. Thank you for listening to The Roots Report by Roots Research, LLC. Everything discussed in this podcast should be considered to be disinterested commentary between hosts. This is not financial advice, as we are not financial advisors. Please be sure to share, follow us on Twitter, Spotify, and join our Discord. Links are in the description below. This has been The Roots Report, and stay rooted.